Hello, my podcast family, and welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Caregiving is a Ministry. We are starting our discovery of kindness, the fourth, fifth um, element of the fruit of the Spirit. And this is going to be a different type of episode because we have numerous scriptures that we're going to look at. The first one, if you're taking notes, comes from 1 Corinthians 13 and 4, which should be no surprise to you. It reads, all of them are coming from the New American Standard Bible. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous. Love does not brag. It is not arrogant. Love is kind is what we're going to concentrate on. Moving along to Colossians, the third chapter, verse 12. So as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. 1 John, the third chapter, 18th verse. Little children, let's not love with word or with tongue, but in deed and truth. Now we're going to head over to the Old Testament, going to Proverbs, the 19th chapter and the 20th verse. What is desirable in a person is his kindness, and it is better to be a poor person than a liar. They refuse to listen. <laughs> Nehemiah 19, and we're going to look at this at 17a, just the first part, and it reads, And did not remember your wondrous deeds which you performed among them. You can tell that we're going to hit the gate running, aren't we? We have five scriptures that I've just read to you but they help us discover what kindness is. And well, this is what I have been given by the Holy Spirit, and so you know I gotta pass it on to you, hence why we have five scriptures. (laughs) So here we go. There should be no surprise that our first scripture comes from what is developing to me to be our foundational scripture from our prolific brother, Paul. Love is the first essential component of the fruit of the Spirit. It sets the state for all the other components or elements comprising the fruit of the Spirit. They all come from love. So here we see kindness highlighted as an attribute of what love is, what love is to be. Next, we're still hanging with our brother Paul in his letter to the church at Colossae, where he reminds them and us that we have been chosen. And as being chosen by God, there is a way that we are that we are to behave. And surprise, surprise, kindness is a characteristic of being a follower of Christ. Who knew? Yeah. (laughs) John gives us food for thought. And uh, we spoke on our, um, we spoke on this on our self-discovery of love, right? That you can't love someone and your words and your actions be contrary to that. It's supposed to go hand in hand. So John is essentially saying that we as children of God have to put our money where our mouth is. We have to stop quote unquote preaching Jesus and start demonstrating Jesus through our actions. Do our actions speak love? Do they reflect kindness, compassion, and the other fruit of the Spirit? Or do they reflect, you know, self? To me, Proverbs is like that outspoken aunt or or uncle, you know, that that every family has. You know, the one, the person who doesn't sugarcoat anything. They don't give a darn. 
darn what they say. It just, they say what they mean and they mean what they say. To me, that's what Proverbs is. And today we see that Proverbs is kind of like our wake up call that, hey, nobody wants to be around a grouch, except maybe the lovable grouch on Sesame Street, but that's it. That when we walk in kindness, people will want to be around us. We will draw people to us. And it is in the drawing of the people toward us that we have the opportunity to demonstrate Christ. And notice my choice of words here. I didn't say tell them about Christ. I didn't say preach them about Christ or teach them about Christ. I said demonstrate Christ. Our words and our actions are all that we need to allow Christ to be reflected in us. At least that's what I think these scriptures are telling us. Last, we hear from the prophet Nehemiah, who, as his discourse to the Hebrew Hebrew nation, remember they had um, failed to rebuild God's temple, but they were busy building their own homes. And so he's reminding them how they got into exile in the first place. He's taking them down a walk down memory lane. But I want to focus on what he says. He says that they did not remember the wonderful deeds God had done for them delivering them out of Egypt, bringing them into the promised land while they were in the wilderness, supplying them with manna from on high and quail and water and all those wonderful deeds. They had forgotten all of that. And this is what I want us to use as our biblical definition. It comes from Nehemiah 19 and 20. Wondrous deeds, kindness. That's going to be our definition on our discovery. See, I believe that our deeds and our actions are to be wondrous, to be kind, in other words. Scripture tells us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That act of his surrendering to the Father not only was an act of obedience, but it was kindness. It was a a wonderful act. It allowed you and I to be reconciled to our creator. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave. That's another wondrous act, kindness. Do you not think it kind that a God who created everything saw fit not to wipe us off the face of the earth when we disobeyed him, but instead decided to come amongst us and to sacrifice himself then place a portion of himself in us once we are reconciled to him. That's kindness. God demonstrates all of the elements of the fruit of the Spirit. And that's what we need to do. We are to demonstrate all of the elements of the fruit of the Spirit. And in demonstrating kindness, it shows our relationship to God. As we look at kindness, I want you to examine where you are with your quote-unquote wondrous acts. (laughs) Not just to the people whom you like, but to the people who you don't. It could be as simple as just a smile when you pass someone walking down the aisle in the grocery store or helping someone pick something off the floor. There are just so many ways and opportunities for us to be kind. It doesn't necessarily have to cost you anything. And through this discovery, we're going to Open our eyes and our hearts and our ears so that we can hear the Holy Spirit 
so that the Holy Spirit can allow us to see all of the wonderful opportunities that we have, that we not only see them, but we seize upon them so that we put our money where our mouth is, as John tells us to, that we demonstrate wondrous acts and deeds to everyone that we come in contact with. So, welcome to our journey as we discover more about kindness. Let's pray. Holy God, we come before you thanking you for yet another day, but a wonderful opportunity to get to know more about you and more of what we can do to demonstrate our relationship that we have with you. We're embarking upon a journey on kindness, and sometimes we may not be kind, but help us to remember the wonderful acts that you've done for us in our lives personally, the things that no one may know but you and the other person. The acts of kindness that you continue to show us each and every day just because you love us. Help us to not be selfish. Help us to look at our neighbor and see them as being an extension of you and that we can help them and that you've just not placed us here on this earth so that we can do our own thing but that we can be a blessing to those that you place in our path. Open our eyes, Lord. Soften our hearts. Help us to reach out to one another. But in all things, Father, we just want to make sure that we are walking in accordance with your will. And so I lift up each and every person who's living today, who's listening today, Lord. Those who are caring for loved ones, those who may have suffered a divorce, those who may have suffered another loss. Let them know that you love them, but that in spite of the situations that they may find themselves in, that that is not an excuse to not be kind. We love you and we praise you, and we thank you for this opportunity to get to know you a little bit better. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I hope you have a great day today. Remember, whatever it is you're going through, give it to God. And with him, you'll see the other side. Now go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.